Hello, and welcome to the Leadership to Wealth podcast. I'm Neil D'Souza, your host, and I'm here to let you know that we are slightly changing our format. We are taking the most high-value moments of each conversation we have on the podcast and putting those into the audio version, which you're about to hear. You can get the entire conversation on our Leadership to Wealth YouTube page. So you can catch the rest there when you go and subscribe. Thanks for being a listener of Leadership to Wealth and enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Leadership to Wealth podcast. On today's episode, it is a crushing episode. And let me tell you why. Our, our guest today really challenges us on a couple of topics. You know, have you, have you ever asked yourself, how can I get better in my health or in, in my relationships with my family or business? Well, we talk about all of these topics and he really goes after the aspects of building yourself physically in your fitness, building yourself financially, building your mental development and your relationships and how so often we can get caught in the trap of watching other men achieve, watching other men succeed at things and not doing that in our own life. And he goes after the topic of how to be a strong man in your own life. Today's guest, Craig Boncelli. Craig, great to have you on the show today. Happy to be here, man. I appreciate it. Okay, just thought experiment for everyone listening and for you and I. Um, these these couple of years of COVID lockdowns and that, uh, you know, so many people spent their time on social media and just trying to get away from whatever their real life was being locked down. And, uh, and I'm just thinking is, you know, do we, are you onto something here? Hey guys, look at what you've wrapped yourself up in. And, uh, and maybe there's, there's something that you need to look at apart from that to start creating your life out here. Cause as a as a fitness coach, as a bodybuilder, as a strong former strongman, you had to live out here, right? I think the funny thing is, at least until VR happens 100%, and then we'll see where we go, we yeah. all have to live out here. Yeah. We all have to live out here. The idea that we're living anywhere else is an illusion. And the more time you spend in that illusion, the more you're slipping away from where you want to be in real life. Like it's, yeah. it's insane yeah. to me what people spend their focus on. I was, I was having lunch a couple of days ago with a, a group of guys and a football game came on. And again, I know nothing about sports, but I'm listening to them. And some guy comes on and he's the, the quarterback. Yeah. And they're like, oh man, this is so-and-so. He went to this high school and he had this record. And then he went to this university and had this record. And then he got in the NFL, but he was on the bench for this many weeks. And then this guy got injured and then he got to play and he got this many points. And then this happened. And I was mortified, mortified listening to this. The two things I kept thinking over and over and over again was number one, you are so wrapped up in watching this man accomplish his dreams. You know his whole story. You know his whole story. 
everything about this guy accomplishing his dreams. His, not yours, his. And number two, it's like if you took this effort, if you took this amount of effort, because you can look at every guy on this field, you can tell me where they went to high school, where they went to university, how they got their start in the NFL, how it went, where they are now. If you applied that to your family and a couple key relationships, you'd have a better life and you'd have so much more success in everything that you did. Imagine your boss walks in. I don't care what industry you're in. Your boss walks in and he goes, hey, we've got this account or this project. And you go, oh, this project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started here. Then it went to here. This guy was running it, came back over here. Now they're looking at this budget. This is their projection for the future. Blah, blah, blah. And you could list those stats off like a player. You'd be like, oh, God damn it. Promote this guy. I'm at, when I'm out with the girls, because all of my my – all of my stepdaughters are daughters. That's a redundant statement. I'm out with one of the girls. And they'll, somebody will say something. and be like, oh, their, their birthday is this. Their favorite color is this. Their favorite food is this. Their doctor is this. Whatever it happens to be. And people look at me like I'm amazing. Do that in front of random women who have never met you. Be like, hey, my daughter's birthday is this. Her favorite color is this. Her best friend's name is this. This is her favorite band. This is her, her doctor. They'll think you're amazing. They'll be like, this is one of the top 10 fathers on the planet. Because most guys can't do it. But they could do that for some, some guy who throws a ball. Like it's, and if they would apply any of that energy to their real life, they'd stop having to get their excitement out of that guy living his dream because they'd be living it. Yeah. My goodness. This is, just, this is just some great stuff right here that you're dropping. It's so true. It is so easy to... To just you know, be a be a not a participant, whatever a fan, be someone sitting in the seats watching the game being played, rather than getting down in there and uh, playing. See, I think it's one of the worst, man. I think yeah. it's a vicarious experience. I think, and I'm going to give you both. Uh, these sometimes rub people the wrong way, but if I could force guys, come to on, rub us the way, wrong way. Let's get it. I'm going to hit you with it. Okay. The how normal it has become for men to live some of the most important aspects of life vicariously through other men is insane. And I'll give you the two biggest ones. One is sports and general achievement. Because guys will watch sports. You will you get a, a football fan, a hockey fan, or whatever fan. Ask him about the game last night. Oh man, we lost by six. Oh, we got him last night, man. We we got him in overtime. We play Edmonton next week. They're living that accomplishment, that rage that you felt, that you channeled into something. They're channeling it into these other guys and they're experiencing it vicariously. The other area where I think it's completely destroying men is porn. I can't think of a more vicarious experience than that. I'm watching Peter and Sally have sex and I'm trying to orgasm. That's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. We're taking two of our biggest drivers and we're allowing ourselves to live them vicariously. Man, I really hope Timmy has sex with a really good-looking blonde this week and post it on the internet because I need that. Just like I need us to win the big game on Saturday. Yeah. Nightmare. Wow. wow. Um, it's interesting. I, we're, I was just having this conversation number two with... Uh, with one of my boys and um, talking about, about porn. And I said, how it, how it steals from 
everything that you get to experience. Everything you get to experience in, in real life, it takes away from. It takes away that motivation. It takes away what the actual, uh, you know, event could be, you know, when you're having it. it. It just skews all of that. It rewrites all of that. And, uh, and you know, one of the things that you, we, we see, especially with younger people today is, and you, I hear this from, from women, they're like, guys won't come up and engage. They won't come up and talk to us. They won't I'm like, yeah, because there's no need to. Why, why have to deal with that rejection when they can just go online and, you know, do that stuff? I mean, I'm old enough that um, I, I remember going into the convenience store and you, as a kid, walking by the convenience store and you tried not to turn your head and just your eyeballs would turn because you knew there were these magazines up on the, up on the stands and uh, you couldn't even see the whole thing, but you're not supposed to look over there. Yeah. Right. And, um, but it was, you, you know, there was this taboo or this thing that, that was there. And uh, now it's so readily available online that it can really, uh, why do these guys have to try to figure out how to talk to a girl? Why do they have to try to do any of this? Because there's that aspect. And, um, and uh, it's it's funny because I was out with uh, my older son uh, who is sixteen, and we were we're talking about this this thing. We're talking about you know talking to a girl, and I was like, "So what do you do? How do you do that?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't do that." Uh, but they have a term for it. They call it uh, "you got riz." <laughs> you got riz if you if you talk to a girl. I was like, "Okay." I was like, "So you think that girl is cute?" He's like, yeah. I was like, so wait, so if I talk to her mom, does that mean I've got Riz? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, hang on. All right. Come on. Come on over with me. And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, excuse me. And I started talking to this girl's mom, just asking about her backpack or something like that. It was looking good. And uh, and her daughter got into it. My son is standing about four feet back. He does not want to be mortified, either. mortified, mortified. And, uh, and I said, what'd you learn uh, after that? You know, we ended the conversation, carried on. I said, what'd you learn? And uh, he was like, well, you got Riz. <laughs> and I was like, okay, good. I'm glad I've got Riz. I said, but what'd you learn? Uh, he was like, I don't know. You, you were just talking about stuff. I was like, yeah, you can have a normal conversation with the person. You don't. Every interaction doesn't have to be, I've got to have the perfect words. And, you know, maybe I'm one of those weird dads, but I, I figure, hey, let's, let's just try and show them some of these things that you don't have to be weird about living your life. You can, you can just do that. And, uh, and you know what? And you got, we got to come back home and, and have a funny conversation with the rest of the family over this. So, uh, yeah, I think what you're, what you're sharing here is, is powerful. And even the sports and, I'm I'm a NFL fan. I'm a football fan, um, and I'm and I love MMA. I've been watching MMA since day one when I was a bouncer, um, and and we had it on the big screen, and we're like, all of the bouncers were like, "What is this?" We, we were having a hard time watching the floor because we're watching this thing as these guys are coming from all different disciplines. You remember back in the day that was just what in the world are we watching it was wild 
it was wild. There's Jean-Claude Van Damme, Bloodsport, uh, in real life. In real and, life. Uh, in real life, right? And uh, dude comes out with uh, one boxing glove on and this kind of stuff. You're like, what is going on? And it was such an interesting experiment. I continue to, to love watching it and football, but really from the from the mind, the, the mindset side of it, more than the physical side of it, because you see how someone with perhaps less skills or, you know, less physique or this kind of stuff, how they take on a challenge. And it's not always the bigger man that wins. Right. And uh, and it's interesting to see how performances uh, football, how one team's performance, even though they don't have all the best skill players, but they find a way to work as a team and and overcome. But what you're pointing to, what you're pointing to is that we part, how how we as guys can take this on as if this is our success. And, and I'm down to be a fan. I'm down. Yeah. And it, I, I'll still watch boxing. I'll still watch MMA sometimes, especially if it's pros that I've worked with. Um, yes. It's cool. It's cool to watch them, but I'll watch it, period. Yeah. And like we took one of the girls to uh, an NBA game recently. Like, I'll go, I'll go do that stuff. And I'm not, a, I'm not against it. Yes. But I'm against it where that is the only time you experience the feeling of achievement or if it's the most potent achievement that you feel. If the highlight of your achievement week is that guy catching a ball and then throwing it in a hoop or that guy right. catching a ball and running it across into the end or end zone, if that's the highlight of your achievement that week, if that's the moment you're like, yeah, yeah, you're messing up. Your priorities yes. are all messed up. Yes. Yes. This is, this is a key. I mean, leadership to wealth is all about the leadership part. Right. And, and I think you're really power, uh, pointing to something powerful right there. You, you know, for guys, for those of you listening, I, I think there's something really powerful to catch there that what you're doing in real life has to have that competitive aspect. Not, you can't be getting that from what you're watching. From, from all of these things. You've got to be living that in real life and, and getting it, fulfilling it that way. That's that's the part where if you want to get to the wealth, that's the leadership that you've got to have in your own life, doing it, taking it on, uh, winning, losing, draw, all of that stuff, you got to be taking it on. Is, is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely right. Yeah. Because it, yeah. it is in the primal areas of aggression and competitiveness and sex yeah that we have those vicarious options because there is nobody when they find out that, you know, Amazon stock went down and Jeff Bezos is down a billion dollars who cries on their couch or throws the remote at the TV or freaks out because right. Jeff Bezos is down money, but yeah. they'll do that. If a guy misses a shot, yeah. they'll have an intense <laughs> physical and emotional reaction to another yeah. guy having sex. Yeah. But we don't do that with other stuff. Wow. If I find out that Jeff Bezos, I don't know, he made a, his rocket didn't work and he lost $100 billion. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a lot of money. He's got anyway, work to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll watch a fight and I'll be, I'll be into it. I'll be excited. Like, oh my goodness. Like, watch it, watch it, watch it. Fight's over. I'm like, whew. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And yeah. I'm gone. Like, yeah. that's, that's not where I feel the competitive, aggressive yes. energies within me yes. come to life. Because those are meant for me. Those are meant for my life. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, look, <laughs> this is so not where I thought the conversation would go, but I, I got to say uh, that was beautiful. I want to make sure that we get into some of this, some of what you do and uh, specifically Please. in the area of, uh, you, you should become a philosopher though. I, I think you, you've got a lot there to be able to, uh, to really uh, definitely motivational speaking. There's a lot there for people to learn from you in that area, but in this area of fitness, you know, especially for myself as a, uh, as an older guy, you know, you can see the gray in my beard, um, you know, getting close to 50. And uh, I, and so I, I'll share with you quickly. Uh, so I've been, I'm getting older. I'm like, uh oh, I'm starting to put on the pounds, COVID, you know, sitting down a whole lot. I was like, I need to start doing something. And so last year, I started working a whole lot more on on my diet. I had to, I did a two week uh, fast, trying to, uh, trying to work on that didn't do it perfectly but I lost a bunch of weight anyways and um and then started working out with my boys in uh in October we started working out consistently Monday to Friday picking up some right. weights it was great to see that uh in them have a great time um and then I started off this year January 1st I did a full on two week water only fast and uh loved it for me, especially, I'm not recommending this. I'm definitely not recommending this as a weight loss program. Um, did I lose a bunch of weight? Absolutely. But I'm not recommending it for that purpose. There's a whole lot of things for an older guy with blood sugars and all of this kind of stuff. Um, he healthy gut, healthy intestines and healthy colon that none of you really want to hear me talk about. But that's a lot of what I got. And one of the lessons that I got out of that, everyone's like, wow, that, that took a lot of discipline. And I said, yes, I was enjoying learning to listen to what my brain was saying. But one of the things that I've gotten out of it, and I've only been, I've only been eating again for the last couple of days, one of the things that I got was it is easier to not do something than to do something. It was easier to not eat than it is to eat healthy. And I don't know why that is, but for you as a fitness professional, can you speak to that? Yeah, you're drawing a hard line. You're drawing a very hard line with a clear cut brown boundary. And you can see when you're getting close to it. So if you're doing a two week fast, you yeah. every step closer to the fridge you get when you're not supposed to eat, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Whereas yeah. if you have a diet you're following. Every yeah. step you get closer to the fridge, you're still in this negotiation of, oh, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to get the thing I'm supposed to have. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the chicken breast in the salad. You open the fridge and you pick something dumb. With this, because it's so clear cut, it's easy to follow. That's why things like keto work well. That's why yeah. intermittent fasting works well. They don't do anything different for the vast majority of the population than any other type of diet. They just have more hard lines. Like if, if you and your wife decided... Listen, babe, let's reorganize what it means to cheat in our relationship. What it means to cheat is to actually penetrate someone else. But everything before that is okay. Do you know how much harder it's going to be for you to not cheat? Mm -hmm. okay, you're yeah. kissing this lady. That's okay. <laughs> you're, you're touching her. She's touching you. That's okay. Right. It's going right. to be right up to the end. And now you're in a different mental state. You got a different energy. And now you got to apply the line. Yeah. The further you can get the boundary out, 
So where you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing any of this. And then this yes. is where I break the rules. The better. Yes. That's like when I talk to guys about cheating on their diet, it's the exact same strategy as, as cheating on a spouse. I'm not deciding not to cheat on my diet when I've got the fridge open and I'm looking at the food I'm not supposed to eat. I'm not deciding I'm not supposed to cheat on my wife when I'm in the hotel room after two drinks with this strange lady. Mm -hmm. I'm not, my boundary for cheating is so far back from that, that I don't get to the point where I'm now I'm like, Oh, I'm like, I'm wound up and now I got to make the call. Right. So part of the reason it works so well for you, the rule is here, but there's all this area before it where you're like, I shouldn't have, I'm, none of this is good. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be in the kitchen right now. I shouldn't be looking at the food. I shouldn't even be thinking about the food. I should be walking to the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, that's interesting. Cause my family found it funny. I was I was cooking all the time over the last two weeks, happily cooking. I was going from doing stuff from scratch. I said, "I'm I'm prepping myself for the other side. I I need to fall in love with all of this process again and and doing stuff from scratch." And and so I was enjoying that and had no problems cooking great food, although I'd had to get them to taste it um, with cooking all this food while I'm not eating at all. And, and now that I'm back, I'm like, Oh my goodness, there, there's already, I can see my, you know, my, I've got blood in my eyes. I'm ready to, you know, eat and kill anything. And, uh, and so that's, that's really interesting. I, I like that analogy. I like how you put that and it's really redefining your boundaries uh, in terms of food. And, and keto, it's great that you pointed that out. I, I didn't really understand what that was about keto that I've liked, but it it kind of made it simple. This is, yeah, okay. The, I can eat this. I can't eat this. All right. Don't need to think. As a businessman, right? And this is one of the things for so many guys out there with businesses you're, or whatever it is, hard jobs, you're doing this stuff and there isn't all of this extra processing power for for dealing with those things. And so as a result, what happens? Stuff gets thrown into your mouth. And I hear this story over and over again. You walk by the kitchen, something gets tossed in you. It's in your mouth before you even realize that you've thrown it there. So so how do, how do you rewrite those boundaries? How do you create that? Great question. Great question. So I'm looking at your shirt again. Yeah. So I served a couple years in the army. Yeah. Um, I was a reservist in the infantry right. and there is something we would refer to as leaders legs. So leaders right. legs, if you get put at the front of the run, if you have to set the pace, it is easier to do that pace than if you're in the middle or the back, because you've got the pressure of being the leader. Yes. You want to, you want to get better at running lead. You're going to push it. You're going to have leaders legs. Yes. And that's the way that you improve all of these areas. The other thing that made that water fast easier for you is your family knows exactly what you've committed to. Absolutely. If yep. you said, hey, this is my diet. I'm only going to have a cup of carbs and half a cup of fats and eight ounces of protein at every meal. They're not measuring out your cup of carbs. No. They're not looking at that. You can sneak a little on. You go, oh, you, hey, why are you eating that? Oh, I'm, I missed it at lunch. Don't worry. It's cool. They're not tracking that. I can't eat for two weeks. Now, to yeah. give you the Yeah, they, they actually saw. There was one time I was moving some food from one place to the other. One of my daughters was like, Dad, no, don't do it. I was like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just moving it. 
I'm just moving it. And I was like, it, it took me a moment to go, man, they are all watching what I'm doing. And you never realize how many people you impact when you, when you take leadership in something. But right. that was a clear moment where, where they're watching and they could say, my daughter could point out, don't do it, dad. You know, right. I, so got, now, I got you. You've got leader's legs. You know yes. you've said this. You know you're yes. now with the guys who I wasn't thinking. I just threw this in my mouth. I just did yes. this. Yes, yes. Cool. Own what you want your result to be the same way you want it in your business. Because there is not a, because people say that. They're like, yo, I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, of course you weren't thinking about it. It's not important to you. They're like, no, it's important to me. I'm like, is it? Is it? Have you ever missed an email from one of your biggest clients? Have you ever missed the deadline on a project because you just weren't thinking about it? Goddamn right. You've never done that. Never. Because yeah. that matters to you. Because you yeah. want to be successful in your business. So yeah. cool. Be successful in this too. And I think the best thing you can do for men, maybe this will work for women, maybe not, but it definitely works for men. Identify in your mind what standards you wish people believed about you. When you're not around, and somebody goes, you know, it's easy for me now with kids to imagine, okay, what are they saying? Because they're honest. But you can use whoever you have. Yeah. It can be your parents. It can be your friends. It can be your coworkers, your kids. doesn't matter. Your dog. Oh, sorry. Be whatever it is. What do you want them to say about you in all the areas of life that matter? What kind of man are you? How do you eat? How's your physical health? How's your focus with work? How intelligent are you? Whatever it is. And again, I believe there's four main areas of life that men need to focus on, but you can pick whatever matters and then hold yourself to that standard with the idea that you're going to make it a game. I'm going to get so good at this that the next time I reach for candy, somebody in my life who's around me goes, yo, what are you doing? I didn't think that was your thing. You're going to be so good that they respond to you like that and make it, make it a challenge to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. You're you're just presencing me to, you know, and I think you're presencing all of us to you got to be present in your life. You got to this is what you want. Then then that's it. Stop. Stop pretending. Stop, you know, leaving it as an afterthought. You got to make it intentional. You've got to make it a focus. Absolutely. Because imagine, like I said, guys who run businesses want to be successful. You go, oh, you know, I really I just didn't think about. It. Yeah. Okay, I'm your employee. Yeah. And I've missed three important emails in the last 24 hours. You go, yo, we just lost $28,000 in business. I go, huh. Yeah. I, just, I didn't think about it. You'd think I was an idiot making a dumb excuse and you'd fire me. Yeah. We're very, yeah. very quick to believe our own excuses. Like we give ourselves really good alibis and then yes. we accept them. But it's, it's just an alibi. Yeah. Wow. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is so great. Um, and, and I think it, it's important, you know, you talk about the importance of, uh, you know, your fitness for every area of life. And I, I agree with that. Um, you know, cause I was like, okay, here I am working on my, working on my business, building that up, teaching, all of this kind of stuff, working on my family, being present with the kids, that, and, and it brought me present to, Hey, your health has got to get there. And, uh, and now, now I'm thinking, forget about your health has got to get there. No, 
now today not get there and um and so absolutely but but let me, can you just share with us why you think your fitness your health is at the core of of all of these things of everything yes. that you want to do absolutely so i think the four areas that men need to focus on are their yes. their physical health their fitness let's call it their money their personal development and i mean that like mental development and their relationships. So for me, I want to be super jacked, like super jacked, super strong. Um, I want to be able to pay for all the girls to go to university, completely stress-free, retire their mom. Those are my first two. Number three, I want to speak five languages. And number four, I've got key metrics I want in my relationships with the girls. And she can be my wife in two weeks. So I'm going to call her my wife and my wife. So these are the four areas that matter to me. The yes. reason that the physical one is so powerful is because there is nothing in your life that you can use to prove to yourself that you can change your reality that is more powerful or instant or fundamental than changing your body. You control everything about it. Everything. Wow. And you can take things that are as of right now, I could put a gun to your head, put 500 pounds on a barbell or however much weight, and you could not lift it. I could threaten to kill your kids. I could, yeah. I could set your house on fire. Yeah. You wouldn't lift it. Yes. But six months from now, a year from now, you could lift it. You could take something that is measurably impossible and you can make it possible. I was 150 pounds. Five years later, I weighed 300. I doubled my body weight in five years. Wow. I changed my entire reality, my physical reality. There is nothing more viscerally powerful than you can take a vision for you and you can make it real. Because if yes. you can do that, it was doing that that gave me the belief that I could learn another language and then another one and then another one. It was doing that that gave me the belief that I could take X amount of money and I could turn it into this and then this and then this. It gave me that. That gave me the ability to believe I could, I could come up with the relationship I wanted and become the guy who could get it who could be in it because I could change based on what I envision only with a vision and work. Your the self you are today can be completely different. That's what fitness will teach you. Yes. Yes. I, I went to your, I went to your website and uh, downloaded guys. You can go, go to Craig's website and you can download this and it, it's a starter plan for, for fitness you know you provide it for free just go in go to go to uh oh i forgot the website what's your website that one's probably on bonjellyfitness.com i'll pull fitness. it up we okay. can post the link yeah. somewhere we'll post the link that's right and uh and i pulled it up and very simple you know here's some exercises to do and uh you, you talked about a little bit about supplements the people that are doing these different types of things and and i was like i I like it. It's simple. It's, you know, just do it. Just go out there and do it. The reality is most of us aren't doing anything. And so just starting somewhere will help you to then even figure out what you want that next step to be. What is it in the area of, of food that, because there's so much out there, what do you recommend for, for people when they're trying to figure out Hey, what, what's some basic things that I can do just to know, all right, this is what I need to do on, on the diet side. So 
I've done a couple posts about this recently and caught some flack from, from different coaches uh, yeah. about it. So there is a huge craze about massively overcomplicating food, counting your macros, weighing everything you eat, on and on and on and on. The reason macro counting got so, so big is because I can sell you a customized diet that takes me eight seconds to make and zero effort to support. Here's your protein, carbs, and fats. Download my fitness pal. That'll be $200, please. Good luck. It's the dumbest junk in the world. And that's why that's why it got big. And if people like counting their macros, they can do it. Yes. But the reason it got huge is because now as a coach, I could say, I do custom meal plans in six seconds of meal plan. So there's all of this complication that wants people to believe yeah. that it's way harder. Like yeah. you'll never how many how many sponsored ads out there? If you're a man over 50, uh, you need to be doing this. You're eating all wrong. Uh, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. So everybody comes out with the contrarian marketing, right? right. What are most, what do most people believe right now? How do I attack that the opposite way? And it's right. trash. If the, I have no idea, I can estimate cause I'm, I'm good with calories now, but I don't count my macros, my calories, my anything. I walk around at six foot two, 255 pounds with a six pack all the time. I do five squats. I've got veins all over my quads. I have no idea how many calories I've eaten today. I without sitting down and thinking it through. Yes. If you were to eat the way your great grandmother thought made sense, if you were to do that, you'd be 70% of the way there before supplements, before tracking anything before counting anything if you said to your great grandmother hey i think i'm a little too fat what do you think i should do this is what i eat every day she'd be able to figure it out because number one she'd take out anything that she doesn't know is food we're gonna yeah. cut off half of what you eat in a day yes. for a normal guy yes yeah no if you go, oh, and candy would be gone candy gone, gone. doritos yeah. gone uber eats yeah. gone yeah like yeah. unless you're a prince or royalty a couple hundred years ago, nobody's showing up to your door with food. Yeah. So that eliminates all of that. And then if you just, if you just went with that, went with, okay, I'm not going to eat anything my great grandmother wouldn't think is a good idea and wouldn't know what it is. And then from there, just monitored how you felt. Wow. If I eat a giant plate of carbs, I feel tired and kind of chubby. Like I feel fat. Not that they make you fat immediately, but you feel fat. Huh, if I eat a salad and some steak and some fruit, I feel good. You'll you'll figure most of it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So great, great grandmother. I'm East Indian. Uh it would have been it would have been uh chicken curry, curry chicken, depending on where you're from, and uh and rice most of the week. Most you know, most meals even, you know, East Indians, that's by and large, you're going to have that, and uh, maybe you get some different meats in there. Uh, you get some, you, you get some vegetables in there, some steamed vegetables, something like that. And by and large, that's it. That's and you'd what be you're gold. Eating. You'd yeah. be gold if you did that, because people. And the thing I hear all the time, and don't get me wrong, are there things you can do to accelerate your results faster? Sure. Yes. Um, but if if you just took that as a basic starting point and said that to somebody, listen, you're going to have. Mostly rice. Uh, it's going to be some type of generally healthy carb. You're going to rotate a bunch of different types of steamed vegetables and rotate protein sources. They go, oh, God, but I can't eat the same thing every day. Yeah. And 
that's the biggest one that gets me. I'm like, mm-hmm. How many different things you eat in a week right now? Yeah. Five, six? <laughs> like you eat the same bagel and coffee every yeah. morning for breakfast. You go to the same Subway every day for lunch. And there's like three places you Uber Eats for dinner. Like, right. let's, let's not get it twisted that it's variety you need. Like, not yeah. even close. No, it's true. It's true. People go to the same places. They get the same food. When they want a snack, they're snacking on the same chips, the same whatever. Yeah, have you ever been... That's like, about it. You talk to somebody who got 20 pounds to lose. He's walking down the Oreo aisle at the grocery store. Like, hey, you ever get sick of buying those Oreos every week for the last eight years of your life? You ever need some variety from that? Like, <laughs> Wow. Okay. that That's... Listen, I, I could I could eat like that uh, on a regular basis, and that's really interesting. And any thought towards, you know, perhaps my great-grandmother, the rice that she might have been cooking might be very different than the rice that we're making nowadays? Yes. So this is another thing I get some flack for, but <laughs> okay. about a year ago, um, yes. my fiancé and I uh, decided – I did a bunch of reading – it started with a book called Eat Smarter by Sean Stevenson. And what he was talking about is the idea of epigenetic or layers above the genes that control responses in your body. And he talked about organic food, pre and probiotics, the effect of your gut health on your body. And I'm reading that as a coach. And I'm, I've coached UFC pay-per-view fighters. I've coached world champions. I've coached Olympians. I've, I've coached, I've written two books. I've trained with the strongest man on the planet. Like I've done a lot. Yeah. I'm educated in this field. And I read this book and I'm like, yo, what? Like this isn't, this isn't what I've learned. So I read more, I read more, I read more, I read the studies. And I'm like, forget it. I'm going to try it. For a full month, I'm going to implement every single thing that he says in this book and that I've learned from these studies. So me and my fiance, Carrie, decided to try it. So before doing this, I tracked our macros. I got our exact calories, exact proteins, carbs, fats for the day. Like what we were doing on average. I took that number and I'm like, we're going to eat exactly the same way we have been. But we're going to put these gut health friendly systems into place, foods into place. And we're going to eat everything free range, organic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In four weeks, I lost 13 pounds while I put half an inch on each arm. And took an inch and a half off my waist on the same calories, the same grams of protein, the same grams of carbs, the same grams of fat as I was eating before. No change to my routine, no change to my water, no change to my sleep, no change anywhere. She did the same thing. She lost eight pounds. Same macros, same carbs, same protein, same training, same water, same everything. So yes, the quality of those things matters. And the more you can do to support your gut health, the more you can do to get high quality food, the better. Mm-hmm. by miles wow okay so so now i'm uh i'm i'm mad i'm like wait there is just a whole world of stuff that you are sharing that i want to ask more questions about i we're we've basically reached our time here i i do want to talk about your training i do want to talk more about uh your thoughts in the in this area of eating because there is quite frankly so much misinformation out there and and there's so there's so much information out there that nobody knows what what to listen to. That's that's part of the the challenge out there. And so um, maybe we can entice you to come back on the show and 
talk. Maybe we can just have a discussion around those things. But Absolutely. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pause on that. And guys, we're we're gonna have to have uh, Craig come back. But Craig, I got to ask you, what is what's going on for this year for you? Uh, what are your plans? Where can people get a hold of you? What? Actually, let's come back. First of all, where can people get a hold of you? Let's deal with that one. You can find me on basically any social platform just as Craig Bongelli. I think on Instagram, I might be Bongelli Fit. On Facebook, Craig Bongelli. Literally, if you just put my name in, yeah. there's there's not a lot of other Craig Bongellis you're going to find. Okay. Okay, great. And so, uh, guys, go go check them out. Again, you can download that uh, that simple starter plan for uh, for exercising, which my boys and I will start today. Uh, we were doing Dynamite. Yeah, we were doing some other stuff. Um, we I, I got a bit of a David Goggins challenge where he was doing this hundreds a hundred of these different things, hundred bench press, hundred hundred chin ups. Man, that stuff was crazy. Anyways, um, but uh, but we're gonna start that one. We're gonna start your routine today. But now, what's up for you for twenty twenty three? So I'm gonna get married in two and a half weeks. Can- Congratulations. Thank you very much. As soon as that happens, because I had to get a custom suit. Um, I don't look very big like I'm seeing myself on this camera. At, at 6'2", 255 with abs, like all of me is big. So I never yes. looked that big. Um, but I'm pretty big. So I had to get a custom-made yeah. suit. Yes, um, absolutely. So as soon as I get married and I don't have to fit in this suit, I'm going to try to go up to like 260, I, 265. I know, I know exactly what, what happens for you. Uh, because of your size, if you ever try to put on a jacket to fit your chest and shoulders, the arms are down to your feet. Like, yeah, it's, and the waist they have to tailor everything. And the waist, yes. You're wearing a balloon suit. Like, Yeah, they got to do a, yeah. it's a 15-inch drop they're doing in my suit to cut the jacket. So anybody who's bought <laughs> yes. a jacket will know what I'm talking about. I got to get a 15-inch yes. drop. So it's, yes. it's a pain. But after the wedding, yes. I'm planning on putting on about 10 pounds. There are some yes. big numbers i want to hit in the gym okay and then uh so i'm currently learning my fourth language yes near the end of this year i want to start my fifth and what's that going to be uh the fourth one currently is italian next will be french okay yes well italian sort of makes sense i mean i'm hearing a an italian last name there last name yeah i I uh, was going to ask about uh you know being from where you're from, if there's any connections to uh, to mafia, but we won't get that. Uh, maybe we'll ask that later I off. Told you camera, I have to but, kill you. Right. Yeah, that's right. So, um, okay. So Italian, and then what was the fifth language? The fifth will be French. The girls French. have all done okay. French immersion, so I'm going to learn yes. that so I can speak to them. Okay, love it. And then, honestly, other than that, all of my efforts aren't helping my clients achieve things. I just, yeah. I showed this to a couple of people. I had a before and after of a client of mine. His name's Sheldon absolute animal the guy is unrecognizable in his before and after picture but he sent me a message about his son turning down um, weed and booze at a party and part of the reason his son did that at 15 years old is because of the example sheldon has set for him and it's so damn cool to me that's why i spend hours every day messaging with my clients going through their videos updating like it's incredible because it's cool to get abs like that's neat changing your relationship with your family, inspiring your family, being a better leader for the people who look up to you. It's amazing. And the exact same way it's tangible for you and viscerally 
obvious for you that you can transform yourself when you do it physically. It does the same thing to everybody else. They see you as somebody who clearly holds themselves to a different standard, who is clearly changing themselves more in the way they imagine they could be. And that's incredible. It's the coolest job in the world that I get to help people do that. So it's it's continuing to help guys do that, and it's it's doing the same thing to myself at the same time. Wow. Wow. I, look, Craig, you've made a huge difference just for me to here today in what you've shared. It's really presencing me to uh, the intentionality that I want to have in my diet, in my uh, workouts. It's it's even presencing me to the impact with my family, and uh, it th- there's there's so many other things that it's doing. Now I've I got to ask just this final question about you know because some people are are listening to this and they may be thinking, okay, uh, I, maybe I can I can go download uh, that that worksheet and or that uh, schedule uh, for working out, and people are like, but I don't know about the the training or getting a, a physical trainer. What, why should I be looking at that? What, what can people expect? What is, what is that about that will make a difference for people so that they know, okay, Craig, here's the, here's the problem that, that people have. Here's the, uh, the problem that he solves. And this is what it's going to look like for you. If you go down this ro- road and get a hold of Craig. Okay, so the reason people should hire coaches or mentors in every single area of their life yes, is because they understand where you're trying to go. If you hire the correct mentor, and there's three questions you got to ask any coach or mentor. What have they personally accomplished? Who have they learned from? Who have they already helped? And if somebody can answer all three of those questions, if I want to go up a mountain, I'm going to hire a Sherpa who's been up the mountain. I'm not, if I'm not there for a tour. If I just want to fart around on the mountain and maybe find my way to the top, cool. If I want to get to the top because it matters to me with real estate, I don't know how many thousands, how many tens of thousands of dollars, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars you could be ahead right now if you knew what you knew now when you started. Maybe we're talking seven figures. Like it'd be be different. Absolutely. Absolutely. So behind me is a Russian textbook. Now, my Russian isn't too bad but there's a Russian textbook that I use for learning. I have a Russian tutor. Despite the fact that I understand if I want to speak Russian, I need to memorize some grammar rules. I need to build up a vocabulary and I need to learn to conjugate verbs correctly. That's speaking another language. But I hire somebody who can identify the underlying problems that I'm having and give me the shortest path to solving them. Hey, Mm -hmm. you're messing up the cases in Russian, which doesn't really have an English equivalent, but whatever. You're messing up this important grammatical structure. Here are the exercises we're going to do because this one is giving you the most problems. Here's how I'm going to explain it to you. Oh, that didn't make sense? Here I was going to explain it to you again. Hey, you're making this common mistake. Do your pronunciation like this. And my Russian improves 100% faster. Right. What if I was on my own? Training is the exact same thing. When people contact me, I try to figure out first if they know what they want if I understand what they want and where they, where they are relative to that. So I can see if there's a path between them. And then if I can do that, I will just explain it to them. Hey, here are all the things between you and your goal. Now you can take this list of things and you can go solve it. 
You can do the research. You can read about it. You can try it. You can experiment. Or I've done this for 15 years. I've helped 200 other people on the exact same line that you're on. And here are the things that work 95% of the time. We're going to start with that. But I also know in the 5% of times it didn't work, one, I had to do this, one, I had to do this, one, I had to do this with them. And Mm -hmm. I implement it faster. All you're buying when you buy a good coach is speed. You're not buying anything else. Because I always tell people, because they'll they'll do a testimonial for me or they'll send me a message. Yeah. Thank you. Like, I didn't do this. (laughs) I didn't do this. You did this. You know how many weights I lifted for you? Zero. You know how many of your meals <laughs> I ate for you? Zero. You know how many times I turned down a beer for you? Zero. Right. All I right. need speed. Like it's turning on your Google Maps and going, what's yes. the shortest route to here? That's yes. a coach. That's it. It's just if you want to get there faster. If you want the adventure of touring yes. around and falling in the hole and climbing back out and stumbling around, do it. Continue. Right. Do it. And it, there's right. no problem. There's no problem. And I don't even say it facetiously. If you want the adventure of making hundreds of thousands, then losing hundreds of thousands, then making a million, then losing half a million, then making a million, and hopefully building your real estate empire, do it. Yes. That's yes. a cool story. Yes. When I try to make money in real estate, I go to find the best mentor I can. I go, yo, here's what I think I want to do. Yes. Am I right? If I'm right, how do I do it? Where do I start? Oh, God damn, this happened. What does that mean? That's it. I'm yes. on speed. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got, I got to ask this. All right, Craig, you, you are, you are uh, quite a distance away. Everyone that's listening, you, you know, you're over in Kitchener right now still. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just I'm, I'm, I'm uh, on the other end. I'm over in Kingston, Ontario. Yeah. Okay. So uh, is it possible that uh, for for us to work together, you could transform this thing into something like that from from there uh, working with me over here. Is something like that possible? I exclusively coach online. So with you as an MMA fan, you'll know about Jackson Wink MMA. Yeah, of course. Of course. So I flew down to Jackson Wink a few years ago and I wrote yes. a book on training for fighters with their head striking coach. So I did the strength okay. conditioning. He did the striking. Yeah. And I met some UFC fighters there that I ended up coaching, some of whom have fought on pay-per-view events. One okay. of them lived in Russia. And he's like, you need to coach me. So I started coaching him. And obviously, I wasn't flying to Russia every week. And it right. worked better. Right. So I get clients to send me videos. I get them to send me updates. So instead of it being, you pay me by the hour to count your yes. reps. Yes. You send me a video of your squat. And I send you back a video breakdown of your squat, of you squatting. Okay. Going, hey, this, 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 change these. Yes. Boom. Okay. Back. And I'm there 24 7. Because the other thing, if you want me to come to five of your workouts a week, you're going to pay me $1,500, two grand a week to be your coach. Like a good coach is very expensive. Yes. Okay. So, guys, you're watching Experiment Online right uh, right now. You're listening to one. Okay. So, Craig, uh, if, if I, you know, here I am, almost 50-year-old guy, turning 49 this year, uh, and I want to take this 5.8 frame uh, at what, at, uh, let's call it 190 pounds, and I want to bring that down, find those abs again, because right now it's still AB, it's ab, um, find the abs again, and uh, I'm, I'm actually... Uh, 
I'm registering for a 5k race in April and, a, and another one in August, just, you know, in that search, I was like, all right, we'll just put the things out ahead of you. And then you've got to train, but maybe I might change all of that. But, but if I wanted to do that and uh, get myself in shape, what would that look like in terms of cost to, to do something like that and work with you? And, and we'll do testimonials. We'll do videos. I, I love it. Come on. Let me be a guinea pig. What would that look like? Can so I afford you? Typically, a three-month program with me is a yes. thousand bucks. Yes. Wow. Wow. Nothing. Uh, three months is a thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. Nothing crazy. Wow. And I do a hundred and fifty percent money-back guarantee. I send you a contract. We break down what is the result that you want. Yes. We come to an agreement on what that result is. If you do what yes. I ask you to do and you don't get yes. it, I send you back a hundred and fifty percent of what you paid. But let me show you this real quick. So we have Inside Fitness Magazine here in Canada. Yes. So I told you that me and my dad reconnected, which we did. And just before his 60th birthday, he was like, man, you know, you used to do those strongman competitions. He'd never lifted weights. He's like, I wonder if I could do something like that. I'm like, you could absolutely do something like that. He's like, you think? So he competed the day before he turned 60 and ended up in this magazine. Wow. And there's his progress picture after 12 weeks, lost 20 pounds. At wow. 60. So that's one thing that's a problem with mentors online, right? And that's yeah. why I started doing the guarantee. Because everybody goes, I'm your guy. Send me the money. So I started going, I've been screwed by coaches. I've been screwed by people I hired. I go, okay, well, why do I do this? No, cool. Yes. I'm going to send you a contract. If you do what I ask, you don't get everything I promised you. Here's 150% of your money. Wow. Listen, I've never, never, (laughs) never heard anything like that. Guys, if you're listening, you need to, uh, or watching, you need to go online, go sign up. I, uh, Craig, I'm, I'm gonna, I promise I'm gonna do that. Absolutely. I want to do it. I want to do it. it Let's do it. I want to do it just to, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want any discount. Maybe you can give a discount to, uh, to no, there's no guys. There's no need for a discount. He's going to give you 150% uh, return. If you don't hit it based on that contract, uh, we're not looking for discounts, pay people that are worth it. Right. So, uh, I'm, I'm not going to ask you for any discount. We're going to hit this. And I want to be a testimonial. I want to kick off 2023. Like, and and if not, we are going to expose Craig uh, Bongelli if uh, if what he says doesn't work. And I'll tell you what, man. If it doesn't work, what you do? You yes. Do, all right. Listen, I'm doing a $500 draw for whoever okay. makes like the best meme about what a terrible coach I am. The the 50% extra you get back. You can offer that up as a draw for yes. whoever, whichever one of your listeners wins it. Yes. But. All right. I love it. I love it. You guys heard it here. Uh, okay. Craig, love it. Uh, I, I want to be respectful of your time. We've gone way over, and um, I, I want to be able to let you get out of here. There's still so much more that we could talk about. Uh, I'd love to have you in for part two, and maybe at that point, we'll be able to, I'll even be able to share a bit of an update of uh, well, where I've gone. Yeah, my experience and, um, you know, I want people to have this area because 
I I agree with you. If if you can if you can have something that you can see every single day, I did this. I'm doing this. You can take that and point to every single area of your life and go, I'm going to do this and no and your brain will be forced to listen to you and say, yes, let's go do this. We did it here. Let's do it here. We did it here. Let's do it here. And that's the truth, man. And I I say this to people, and I always hate that it sounds like a cliche sales pitch, but it's the truth. I'm sitting here talking to you in a body that I wouldn't have believed I could make. And Yamagu Gavarit Satibia Paruski. I can talk to you in Russian. Oh, in Espanol, podemos hablar. They, they taught us cosas about everything. And I'm sitting here able to do that, sitting in a 5,000 square foot house with a couple brand new vehicles paid off in the garage with a almost wife who didn't teach this year because she didn't have to with a relationship with three beautiful girls. And none of that, none of that did I even believe for a second was possible for me at all. Like I thought I was destined for nothing and not even in a sad way, just in like a, yeah, I'd be stupid to think anything else. Like as, as you learn how to, how to solidify the power that you have over your life and direct it at something, the results you can have are, are hard to fathom your wildest dreams today. Starting out, if you're a guy who doesn't believe in himself, who doesn't know how to accomplish things, who doesn't understand his power, the wildest thing you can dream is 10% of what you can do. Wow. Wow. Actually, the, I'm going to think about that one. I, I think that's, there's something to that as well. Just in any, any area, you know, not even just fitness, but yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. In every area. In yeah. every area. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Guys, leadership to wealth. Nation, I, I know you guys are loving this conversation, and uh, it's a departure. We we didn't even get to talking into about business that uh, that Craig's built, and uh, you know all these people that he's uh, he's helped. But we'll get into that conversation at a later a date. And um, but please hit up Craig on his uh, website, on his social media, and uh, it'll be in the show notes. Craig, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I am number one, guys. I am taking on Craig's challenge. You're gonna see whether whether uh, we put up or shut up. And uh, you know, this is leadership to wealth. And if you want to build wealth, it the areas that are important to you. And this is one of the areas that are important to me. And uh, and so, Craig, I'm I'm looking forward to the journey that we're gonna go walk, we're gonna go run, and uh, we're gonna go lift. And thank you so much for coming on the show today. My pleasure, man. Really enjoyed the conversation.